He moved it into that. Big J. Do you remember this? Like when like Z100 or all these shows, they would do the Friday champ Friday. Like Friday at 5 o'clock, they'd blow the big hooga whistle. And then yeah, the out of work. Oh, my God. So we started mocking that years ago, and now every Friday somebody tries to walk us down. Like this guy just said, you know, you have an air fryer? You should have Air Friday, and then walks us into the Friday chant. <laughs> you guys, every week I'm amazed. Big Jay Okerson is here. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Sorry. By the way, are you getting like... skinnier every time I see you? I'm trying to. Or am I just getting way fatter? No. That's confusing me. I'm doing everything in my power. Well, that's you, not true. You, to make me fatter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You look good. I'm sending you a lot of snacks. You're are medium you Jay Okerson. No, I have not. Uh, yeah, you look good. <laughs> I wish I would have done this younger, though. It's... Not as fun uh, losing weight as I get old in my forties now. Why? Why? It's really only not as fun when you're. Uh, I think you're married. Yeah, well, your body yeah. doesn't snap back the same. No, that's now. true. That's yeah. the thing. So then, I lose weight, and then I have my arm leaning on something, and you're like, "Wow, yeah, what a hunk of garbage I am." <laughs> so I looked at my watch and I went, "What just happened?" <laughs> um, my you know, body. I, I, I like a year or so ago. Yeah, before our festival last year, we did like a. A miniature basketball tournament, right. sort of, with all the podcasts and radio shows in New York. And I wanted to wear the, remember the Allen Iverson sleeve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I put, action I put an Allen Iverson sleeve on to look cool. And then the, I, I muffin topped the top of my arm. And I was yeah. like, oh. It was like you're baking bread in the sleeve. <laughs> yeah. It was like an ice cream cone. It was just like, it looked, it, I was like, no, no way. Uh, oh, no. I go, do these come in different sizes? And like, no. That is so funny. Uh, Big J. Elkerson is uh, one of the funny ones, man, and he also is on um, uh, Sirius XM with Dan Soder. Now, is it hard uh, to keep Dan Soder grounded with all his billions popularity? Because he's, I mean, we all thought he was going to be gone after the first season. <laughs> he's like a real character. Yeah, it's really, a, it's funny, too, where we do, where Sirius XM is in New York, yeah. is right, like, in the heart of Times Square, like, the business people running around. So he is, Dan Super Soder fun. is, Dan Soder is happy hour. Crazy famous. Yeah, I, <laughs> I bet, man. He walks into a 5 p.m. steakhouse. I mean, the place, the place unfolds <laughs> for him. Yeah. Uh, that, I, I'll tell you, though, I couldn't have happened to, to a better guy. Like, you oh, want him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want him to be a happy. By the way, can you relay a message to him? He still owes me $100. I will do. Thank you. He's got it. I know he has it. I want that, or else I wouldn't say anything. I want that goddamn Showtime money back in my wallet. That's why he won't become a series regular uh, officially, because he doesn't want to pay all the debts he has. <laughs> he still has a roommate. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. But you know what, you know. though? I can relate to that, because... Uh, when I was doing well in radio, I lived with my best friend Pete, and I was like, "Why would we want to give this up? This is perfect." Uh, when I when I lived with uh, another comedian, Joe DeRose, at one point, oh, I like Joe. Always tells me why, because I love Joe. Fun roommate, fun to have, but man, sometimes you're just like, you just look over at somebody else in the house, and you're like, "Man, I want to do anything other than look at your face right now." <laughs> and they just live there, dude. I never. So Pete and I never had a fight. We lived together for six years. We never had a fight. We were both single, so it just worked out because Pete would bring a girl over and she'd have a friend. Mm -hmm. or I'd bring a girl over and convince her she had to sleep with Pete. Uh, like, <laughs> and how would Pete get the girls over to the house? Oh, uh, that wasn't all the girls. We had this one girl <laughs> that we call Fat Lisa. Mm -hmm. She was the last resort. Yeah. And she, she but did everybody, right? Everybody. I mean, yeah. I never... Pete made out with her. I never made out with her. <laughs> and uh, I still rub it in his face. Today. I'm like, you kiss her. I never kissed her. <laughs> so, uh, but the thing was, at night, like coming home from hanging out, like coming off from Ebor, 
Pete would try to challenge himself to see he can get her over the house in the fewer, fewest words possible. <laughs> so he'd call up and he'd go, now. And she'd go, okay. And she'd hang up and she'd be at the house before we got there. Then one day we're oh, driving. Your reactions. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, would you be excited to go to the house with this? So one day we're driving home. He goes, I go, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. You got it down to one word. He goes, I'll beat it. I'll beat it. Calls her like 3 o'clock in the morning. She's like, hello. And he goes, uh. And she goes, okay. <laughs> like, what a noise. He grunted it out, man. Pretty face, at least, if you had to no. say one nice thing. No. no uh, thing fell apart. Uh, very enthusiastic with what she did. Not a good face. Really? Not a good body. Punctual. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Agreeable. Threw her shoulders into it. Very clean. Yeah, you know, surprisingly clean. Um, no, not a pretty face at all. Like you don't, you don't want to know. Uh, like you don't want to see her in public and have her go. Hey, and you go. I don't know. Let <laughs> me just yeah. hit her, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> sir. I want no trouble with you. I have a younger sister, and when she was really little. I started dating my wife, and Pete would whisper in my sister's ear, and she'd be like six, and she'd come over and go, Uncle Pete said to say, Fat Lisa said hi, like in front of my girlfriend. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we had a Fat Lisa in my neighborhood. You did? But I mean, it wasn't Fat Lisa. It was, yeah, yeah, we yeah. were teenagers. And I remember uh, a friend of our, my friend Dave, it was really funny. We all, she was the girl you can go, hey, can me and like a group of guys come uh, over, and you'll do something. Right. Like with everybody. Right. And uh, did you have to negotiate it, or was she like, "Yeah, super, super into it"? Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Wouldn't you, if if I was the fat Mike in some neighborhood, and my uh, girls call me up and they're like, "Will you come over and do stuff to all my friends?" I'd go, "Okay, yeah, yes, I guess." So. In re- right. Yeah, in reverse, it works out very good for <laughs> us. So maybe Fat Lisa but, was down. But this girl, I remember one night we were at a friend's house, and his brother. Had never uh, went to see our fat Lisa, uh-huh. so I remember uh, calling. Uh, we were like calling her, or we were calling our other friends and be like, "Hey, we should all go to her house." You right, know, right. we're bringing Bob, we're bringing Ed's friend, <laughs> Bob, Ed's timers. brother Bob. Yeah, it's yeah. the first time. And then uh, our friend Dave was like, "No," nah. he's like, "I'm, I'm not going to go. Like, I don't want to do that." And so we were like, "Ah, maybe then we won't go at all." We said to him, and then. We decided without calling anybody back, you know, like, ah, let's just go. Yeah. We'll go over. We'll take Bob over. And we went and walked through. You had to, like, kind of walk around. She was in, she was nannying. She was a live-in nanny for somebody. Oh, oh, Could you imagine? That's the person who's watching I your children. Yeah. <laughs> and we uh, we walked around to the back door, which was, like, kind of like glass doors and, and windows. And as we were sneaking around the back, we look in and see. Our friend, was there? Our fr- not only was he there, but he wasn't there. doing. He was there in a full <gasps> snuggle, like, TV watch. Oh. We were good friends. Yeah, we were good friends though. We we dipped off. Oh, oh, you let it. Go. Nice. You didn't rub it in his face. I oh, we, later we did, yeah. but not in that moment. We, we haven't like, seen Fat Lisa in fifteen. Well, I'm married sixteen years, twenty years, mm-hmm. and I still I'm like you kiss Fat Lisa. Like, I still give <laughs> Pete a hard time about it. You made out. You held her in in your arms. She You're not curious you. where she's at now. You don't look her up on social media or anything. I mean, probably a lot of fat like, leases. It'd be hard to find her, huh? <laughs> I always like to just make sure she didn't die of AIDS. Would be nice. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like to check on that. That's like you probably got it recently, though, right? She's like, no, nope, had it for a really <laughs> yeah. long time. Yeah, yeah. 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 somewhere in the nineties. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> um, I will tell you this. Uh, it's similar to bringing your friend Bob over, we've uh, we've gotten relatives their first action from fat Lisa. She's responsible for that. Yeah. Uh, many of the uh, National Hockey League's players have enjoyed the company of, of Fat Lisa. Really? Uh, was she a slump buster? Or? 
she was a slump prolonger. <laughs> we introduced a slump buster to somebody. Go, we got a slump buster for you, but it didn't seem to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is funny. You have a slump buster, and then you don't tell anybody though. Hey, man, did you break that slump? You go. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> really? It smells like you busted it in here. No, no, no. Uh, what is your deal? Girlfriend, married, anything? What do you have? Uh, married and girlfriend. Oh, that right. Is, I that wish is... that was not true, but it is true. <laughs> it is, uh, but I'm just not divorced from my uh, ex-wife. So yet. how long were you married? Um, We were together for a long. My daughter's 16, so we were together. Which I knew you had a daughter. Yeah, we were, we were together for... You know, I guess 12 years or so. And so then, I have tattoos, mm-hmm. and I wonder what my kids, like if I look like a father to them or if I look like some guy with tattoos, you know what I mean? You have earrings and nose rings and all that. I mean, like to me, you look cool, but to a 16-year-old daughter, she's like, Dad, come on, enough with the earrings. I don't know. I can't tell what her thing At 16, she seems so unaffected, but she, it's funny, it makes me look like a, like a jerk as we're walking down the block. If anyone recognizes me, yeah. I always think that's going to be the coolest thing in the world of to her. Of course. But she just, even if she does think it's cool, she acts completely unaffected. Uh-huh. But it makes me look more of an idiot to the person recognizing me. Uh, she's like, Big J. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And I'm looking at my daughter, too. It's like, eh, we yeah. know what's happening. Right. She's like, can we go? Don't like, you, uh, don't you, I, I ask every celebrity this, every comedian that comes in, I go, do your kids know you're cool? You know what I mean? And they don't. Except they do. Bill Bellamy said when he took his daughter to high school, all the high school football team were like, oh, that's that's old school booty call, the OG right there. And yeah. They all loved them since she was like, well, maybe my dad's a little bit cool. And my daughter does not. She, she, I think she maybe she says it, but she won't say it to me at all. No. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you're rotten bastard. She said, she told me flat out that I'm not cool. Yeah. I was like, I'm cool enough to bang your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. And Fat Lisa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fat Lisa uh, got some. That's right. Spread it around town a little bit, in fact. <laughs> not even like when you're on TV or stuff, or like if you see a marquee with your name on it. I say I think she just kind of quietly does think it's cool. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, think she yeah, wants to say hoping, it. Yeah. yeah. One time I was walking through the mall, and a couple people stopped me to take a, a picture, and I was like, "This is pretty cool." Yeah. I even felt good. And then my godson, Pete's son Jake, looked at me. He goes, the "Kid's got the kid has the voice of a Disney character, but the dirtiest mouth." And he looks <laughs> at me. He goes, "Jesus Christ, Uncle Mike! It's going to take us all day to get out of here if you don't stop this." So I was like, "Oh, so not cool at all? Nothing it's, to register in here?" It's a hell of a world, but I, I've hung out recently with times with Sal Volcano. Yeah, 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 from, Joker. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, what a, that that kind of level of fame. That just would like, make me cool if I introduced my son to Sal. Yeah, my yeah. daughter thinks that's cool, right. but but has just transferred it now to like Sal's cool. Sal. It's not the his, no, <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not his connection to me. It's like yeah, well, Sal's of course is very cool. You should introduce your daughter to other comedians and be like at least at least your father's not Bert Kreischer naked all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean, like do something like that. Uh, at least your 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 son's your not Rich Voss's kid, where <laughs> you got st- heroin stories everywhere around town. Heroin stories. And, uh, I like that he went to his daughter's uh, wedding. Holy cow, his daughter's like, hot. Beautiful. I never saw her before. She's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah both of them are uh, beautiful girls. And, and then uh, Raina now. But he's, uh, yeah, Voss is great. But I like his, the pictures from his daughter's wedding still has his where he's going to be this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so funny. He did that. So there's some trolls. That were giving me crap the other day on the uh, on Twitter, and for some reason they included Opie and Howard Stern and a bunch of comedians. And Richard Voss was one of them. And Richard was like, "Can you explain to me why what I'm involved in and why I'm on this <laughs> thread at all? And see me this Saturday in Newark, <laughs> <laughs> constantly throwing the plugs out." And, uh, oh, I wanted to say while we were listening on our way in here, 
breaking down the 80s movies. Yeah. Yeah. And everything. Revenge of the Nerds. It's uh, that's the uh, the one everyone knows is the, the essentially the moonwalk, right? Uh, right. Rape. She's in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, uh, breaking into the girl's house, setting up cameras, cameras. everywhere. Oh, yeah, These yeah. are like thirty year in prison crimes, <laughs> and then just willy nilly selling off the pictures of the naked girls, uh-huh. yeah. Why, sitting around just watching them. Remember also, they had the robotic arm. Yeah. Like also, down. with a minor while he's drinking, worm. <laughs> worm. Remember, yeah, because he was, like, oh, he was yeah. like sixteen or whatever. Worm, Sorry, little genius kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've learned a lot of things. Then they hung out with a whole bunch of fat leases. Remember? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they weren't as quick to give it up though. Loyal dogs though, uh, huh? <laughs> they went down with those nerds. I went to see your show in Montreal in the strip club. Yeah. Didn't know what to expect. I had no idea. I mean, I know that you're funny, but, man, that was that was where you just went out there and, and did all uh, crowd, work. crowd work. And yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, man. thank you, man. Everybody, everybody did well on that. It's uh, such a fun show. That's hard to do, though. With that, like, if you come out first and you find the weird-looking guy in the crowd... Now the rest of the people after you can't do the same joke that you just did. That's got to be a hard gig to do. It's that's how I used to explain it to comics that would get nervous. Like, I mean, fantastic comics. When I would ask them to do it, they would either say no out of being nervous to do it, or I'll do it, but I want to go like first, right, second, right. like tops. But explaining to people that with comedy, the easiest thing in the world when someone calls you like, here's... The setup, here's the premise, here's whatever. I just kind of need help with punches. Like, anyone could rapid fire that. So I always try to explain, the more this person's talked to is just building a bigger joke for you. That's true. And it's kind of funny. Like, you already got, you know, he looks this way for whatever. No, he's never been laid. No, this, you know. Yeah, you, you get find to it, build on. You get to put it all together. And it, doesn't it, was, it. it was really funny, man. Uh, I had seen a lot of shows that weekend. And some, like, you go to see one comedian, and you have to sit through three mediocre ones to get to the guy you sure, like. Sure, sure. That's the show, man. That was great. Then I went back the next year, and we couldn't even get in. There were just too many people. Yeah. Are you going back. up this year again? I don't know. I wasn't because I didn't know my contract was up, mm-hmm. and I and I was like, I'm not going to plan anything past this month. Sure. And then I signed my contract, I guess, and so now I'm like, God damn it, I wish I would have at least made a reservation. <laughs> yeah. So, I would like to. Are you going? You going yeah. again, the whole deal? I'm doing the nasty show. Uh, oh, two-week cool. run, so. I, uh, <laughs> I talked to Bobby Kelly the other day. I don't know if I could say this, but he's working on a show that he thinks is going to be up there as well, so I think it might be worth it. Bobby, did yeah. it last time we broadcast from there for one day, and, I, and it went pretty good. So if we could do that, set that up the right way. This Bobby time. just talk, I like that Bobby Kelly's into camping really big. Yeah, I don't, it's a funny thing. To, I don't get that. I, I never knew he was. Apparently, he says he's been his whole life. It's only been made clear to me over the last four months. <laughs> right. But evidently there's this group of other comedians who also enjoy camping. I guess. I don't know. Well, we went to, uh, we did it for like two nights. It was Ari Shafir. Yo, you went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a bunch of people. Recently or no? Yeah, 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 yeah a couple saw, weeks ago. Yeah, I saw some of the pictures on... on... Yeah, me and Soder went. Oh, yeah? And uh, my So now what is the plan? Do you have... Equipment, or you have to go buy stuff for this? Bobby's got all kinds of equipment. I, he's got a a hammock that covers you. Yeah, I saw that. That he slept in that I would have... I, he slept in that? Yeah, I oh, think I he I think he made sure he waited until everybody else falls asleep so no one has to watch him get into that. <laughs> because, right, right. It, it would be hilarious to watch. I would never... If we, there we had a cabin. <laughs> yeah. And me and Soder uh, and my girlfriend stayed in the cabin. Oh, you didn't stay outside? No way. That's camping? You're right. <laughs> but I didn't want to go to it all. And they were like, oh, we'll give you the cabin. Like, all right, but you have to it. track yeah. in, or are you guys pulling right up to the cabin, or are you parking somewhere and then hiking through, or what? Pulled right into the cabin. And then also it was discussed that we were going to have this uh, 
this ty- the, the second day was going to be a hiking day. Oh, yeah. yeah and, that's where I'm out. And the big convincing me to go on this hiking trip. I was like, I'll hike. Fine. Who cares? Also, Bobby trying to call me out for, like, I'm not in good enough shape. He's like, you don't have... I understand if you don't want to go, but you should go. It's going to be really fun. And I'm like, well, if you're calling me out, I mean, yeah. i got to be able to run circles around you. Yeah, I don't... Don't you think that you'd be a lot in a lot better shape than him when you're looking at him? Because he's yeah. short. Uh-huh. But he's got some... He's got, like, good... Like, he always wants to walk. No. What are we going to do? I'm That's like, what he does publicly. It's like it's like fat people that never eat in front of you either. <laughs> and he's a fighter. He does, you, you Bobby does all he, of his walking. He's, he's not a fighter. He's a snapper. He's a psycho. He's a psycho. He's, he's yeah. fought Galvin and Spanish. Yeah. yeah he, like, it starts out a friendly tussle, and then Bobby flashes back to being in kid prison, and he wants to throw everybody around. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to test his manhood. But he went out there. But the, the hiking lasted all of... Ten minutes, yeah, and, then no, and then we just sat by a lake and got high. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want you know, calling. Okay, cool. We had a guest come up at nine o'clock, mm-hmm. but I would much rather talk uh, to you. So I'm trying to. Like, well, they don't hold on. I'm trying to cancel it. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Why is it ringing? Let it ring. Let it ring. Let it ring. Just let it ring. <laughs> What's gonna happen? Oh, okay. I was. It was a good idea when it was nine o'clock and Jay wasn't here, but now I'm into something else. Now, now <laughs> I want to talk about <laughs> Fat Bobby Kelly Camp. <laughs> so. I want to go on one of these camping trips. Mm-hmm. Like he, we had talked about. He had talked about pitching a, a a TV thing where we go and we do camping. But it's much funnier if you just go with fat guys. Oh yeah, like, Ari being there. Unless Ari's there with a bunch of fat guys, that would be funny. Yeah, no, and Ari's not a bad person to have along because he keeps like uh, everybody doing stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like he keeps everybody engaged. Really. Our, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think so. But Bobby uh, wants to do the same thing I want to do: cook over a fire and. Sitting, eating, uh, and just being in the woods. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That see, that's the kind of camping I want to do. I always said to them, "I'm like, let's go camping." But also here, you don't want to go camping because it's nine thousand degrees at night. Yeah, there's nothing but mosquitoes. Yeah, that's what I feel about out in the woods too. Was in that trip. Yeah, it's just everything I see. I'm like, oh, this is the reason why. <laughs> at one point, you know that we turned the flashlight around. And there was a raccoon on the table, uh-huh. like eating. Plates and uh-huh. old paper plates and stuff off the, and everyone else is like, ah, get out of here. And I was like, well, it's time to go. Like we're clearly in his space. <laughs> invaded. Yeah, yeah. They, they, we're bothering him now. Yeah. Is he no fun because he doesn't uh, he doesn't drink or anything? So if everybody else is getting high and he's just like, ah, dude, I'll be able to my my bats. But he's a good hang. That's he's Maybe. actually great for that. He never he, we did the Impractical um, Jokers cruise together too. And yeah, he was yeah. like he was like the uh, elder statesman of the group, Bobby. And he's great because he's also good to young comics, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. He like treats everybody like who he, he doesn't. Does, he doesn't big dog anybody you behind your back. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just take this phone call because this guy is calling about Fat Lisa. I'm afraid he might know her. Dan, good morning. Yeah. Hey, uh, y'all moved on. I was I was gonna talk about the Fat Lisa. Yeah, but... go ahead. I was afraid you might know her, and you're gonna be like, "That's my mom." Oh no, man. I, I was worried. Yeah, I don't want to use real names, right? Because it's a Tampa girl. I probably should have wanna... done that. I probably should have not used her real name too. <laughs> Well, uh, I'll try to make it quick. My, I met a girl in Northdale. She's like, hey, uh, give me your number. Call me tomorrow. I called her tomorrow. She had her dad drive from, what the hell is that? The Van Dyke Farms out there. Whatever. Picks me up in the back seat like a limo. She's not even in the car. The dad drives me to her house, brings me into this like playroom, and it's a pool and a beanbag, and he brings us like finger sandwiches, and he's like, here, y'all guys have at it. 
and closes the door, and I and I won't, you know, the next couple hours are just a yeah, marathon. Yeah, he finally had a guy interested in his fat daughter. He was happy. He yeah, might have been son. Oh, too. my God. Okay, and then he brings in sandwiches and stuff while, I mean, like mid-go-through. Mid you got to keep her like, happy. This is the, yeah. <laughs> so then I tell, I actually break down and tell one of my friends like a year later, my, my buddy Zach. And he sits there and tells me the same story, that he got picked up by the mom and even described the playroom. So I knew he wasn't lying. Like, this girl has her dad pick <laughs> Wait a second. Maybe. So it wasn't... Throw, they throw grain in the room after she's gone. <laughs> she must feed now. <laughs> maybe it wasn't her. Maybe it wasn't really the daughter. Maybe they were just like a weird cuckold family and. That was his thing, and he was watching you guys through a hole in the wall somewhere. Right. He had kidnapped well, lady, her. man. The, it was so creepy. I mean, it was this really nice, like, mansion of the house, and it just mm. blew my mind that this actually is happening. Something's wrong. You uh, know, everybody talks about <laughs> thanks, Dan. when someone says, you know, oh, you're having a daughter or someone has a daughter, the first thing is, oh, buddy, when they get in their teens, you know, yeah. you're going to have to worry about the right. guys. And, and your whole fear is you're like, wow, my beautiful daughter is going to have guys just like, you know. Violated. Trying to knock him down the door to, to to get at her. You never ever think about <laughs> like having the daughter where it's like, man, I, I wish somebody would just try to bang my yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Give her a reason to say no. What's worse? Uh probably it just like you don't want to be fat Lisa's father. No. But you want a girl that you know is like I don't know. I'm pretty comfortable. My daughter's only It'd six. be great to have like a pretty dork who's an Asian guys. <laughs> I I have a twelve year old son who's giant. Mm -hmm. So I have a, my daughter has a protector, so I'm less worried about it. Um but I don't uh, I don't really have the hard time that everybody thinks I'm gonna have. I know one day she's gonna have sex. I'm good with that. You yeah, no I mean? it's funny as my my daughter's sixteen now so being that age, like it is weird. You, you just, you just start yet? to now, but like you just start to accept. I'm sure she smokes pot and whatever else, and you know she does. But like it, it is also weird seeing 16 from this perspective and realizing how young it is. Oh yeah, because when I was 16, I would have been like, yeah, I could figure. I mean, like you know, if I had money, I could live on my own. <laughs> yeah. Now at 41, I'm like, I don't know if I would do well on my own right. currently. You know? <laughs> If Wait. my girlfriend didn't send out all of our bills or set up online payments. Where'd you grow up? Philadelphia. Philly, okay. So, yeah. Oh, by the way, that's a great point because I married a half Jew from Jersey, mm -hmm. and if it wasn't for her, I'd still have a 400 credit score. Yeah. I don't know how much I get paid here. I don't even know why I signed a new contract because I don't know what the old one was. <laughs> I don't. I, I have never. I have, I have no bills associated with me whatsoever. She pays everything. Yeah. Yeah. So when she's like. Can I go get my? I go. I know. I go. Are we going to be poor when you do this? No. Okay. Then don't even tell me. Just go do it. I'm so I call my business it. manager. I say things like this: Like I want to get a couch. Do I make enough money for that? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you have a business manager too? Yeah. Like I, I, I was asking uh, Mark Norman. Mark Norman. They have, you have like a manager and an agent. It's a manager, agent, and then I have a business man, a lawyer, and a business manager. It's, we all. You all need a lawyer. Yeah. Everybody needs a lawyer. Fortunately for me, my agent. Has a law firm there, like a law firm, an in-house counsel. Mm -hmm. So I'm okay there. And then I have my uh, lawyer, Dom. So anyway, uh, but as far as shelling out percentages to people, you have a manager, an agent, ten, and, ten. And does the business manager get anything off of like Five. gigs and stuff, or just not off the overall over your total gross? So you're kicking out twenty five percent right out of the gate. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, it's tough. But however, he does. So like my girlfriend, for example, knows all the household bills, sends him an email with a spreadsheet every month, like right. 
This is what we got. This bill, this bill, this bill. And then he just cuts the uh, checks, I guess, or or calls out the payments. But I do like that. Can you train her to do that so she has, so you have to pay less of a percentage? Yes, but then also he does all my taxes and everything. Exactly. With all that, I don't know. I go in and I sign a piece of paper. Right. And I look at him and I go, hey, you seem like a good guy, man. Just be a good guy. <laughs> please don't, please don't be, all my money. Yeah, please don't be Billy Joel's guy or, right, right. or uh, you know, Dane Cook's brother yeah. or whatever. I have a really good accountant that does our taxes, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I give him all the information. We do everything on the up and up. Back in the day, radio guys used to get paid for gigs and cash and stuff, so they'd always get audited. We get everything through our paychecks. I go, I, I, I go. I just would rather not have any headaches. Let's just do everything the right way. Yeah. And then every year he goes, "You're going to get this much back." And I go, "We're not going to get in trouble, are we?" And he goes, "No, this is what do you mean in trouble? You probably could get more." I'm like, "Good, I'm like good enough." Like he's great, but I don't have to pay him five percent of everything. Yeah, you just do the one time yeah. shot. But it's yeah, I prefer it though that way. Taxes confuse the hell out of me. Sure, you nobody you listen. There's I only understand you, honey if it works. But there, I used to go to a guy who I'm not with anymore. I say almost probably thank God, right? Because God knows when this is going to go down. He used to give you a sheet every year, a piece of paper he'd send you in the mail. I mean, handwritten and copied was just uh, it would be like, newspapers blank line, <laughs> movies <laughs> blank line, and it's just I like, it. and you'd go in there and you'd be like, like how many? Like how much do you spend on newspapers? I'm like, I, don't, I maybe buy a newspaper or two a week. He's right. like, three newspapers a day <laughs> for research for comedy. I'm right. like, sure. Uh-huh. And then you get money back, and you're like, well, this guy weaved his dark arts, but we're all going to go down. <laughs> yeah. I make sure we staple our receipts to the thing, so I don't because I don't want them to go. Oh, you didn't spend this amount of money here. I go, I did. Here's the receipt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. That's one thing you don't want to mess with is the IRS. They'll come. They'll keep going forever and ever to come after you. For over nothing, over a over very small nothing. amount of money. Yeah. Uh, this is Big Jay Okerson. He's going to be at the Improv this weekend, 864-4000. you got tonight and tomorrow night, just two shows. Hold on, let me grab your sheet here. Yeah, tonight, 8 and 10.30, and tomorrow, 7.30 and 10 o'clock. I could tell you he's hilarious. And if you're a fan of the uh, of the bonfire, you know, Jay. How is that going? It's going great, man. What do you do? So How many fun. days a week? Just one day? What are you doing? How many no, days? No, we do, it's four shows a week, three oh, live, four? and we have a pre-record we okay. do for Thursday. That's pretty good. So we can leave That's town. Like a real job. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's just great. It's so funny. You know, like you come on, like you never have to hold a thought in your head for more than like a day or so and get out and like have fun with it. And then Legion of Skanks also, right? You yeah. You guys do a podcast. Yeah. How's, yeah. Uh, how's Gomez doing? He's doing good. We're... we're finishing up major controversy. So That's You are? Great. On what now? Yeah, we had uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Yiannopoulos, yeah. I was coming on a couple weeks ago, and it's so funny. It it, it blew up a lot of problems uh, for us that we didn't. I didn't see coming. I guess I said I'm a naive idiot as far as politics goes. Too, I knew who he was, but but he draws that kind of attention. yeah. But yeah. when we announced that he was coming on, I mean people there was there, there was people vandalized the Creek and Cave where we do the show. Oh really? All kinds of they threatened like violence and all kinds of things. And it's so is fun. that what you want? Like, let him come on this show. Like, I love when people are like, how could you talk to this guy? I'd be like, I, I'd put Hitler on the air if I had the opportunity. He's the same exact example. My dream interview is, you know Richard Spencer is? He's the no. lunatic alt-right guy who's, like, I mean, seems pretty white supremacist right. to, to me. But well, why would you not to. want to talk to that but guy? But it's exactly who I want to talk to because I also want to acknowledge that I'm pretty sure he's a closeted gay guy. And I, but you're right. Exactly. Dig up Hitler. I'd want to. Don't you want to ask the guy? Who, people of interest. That's what Charles you want to Manson. Make it interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't but that's know. over now. They just don't want people to talk uh, who they don't like at all. But it was a, uh, it was quite an ordeal. So we're 
coming down from that. We're moving venues. Did you end up having, oh, you're still having them on? We had them. We had to move venues and kind of move to like a secret venue. I did see something like that that you had to move it. Yeah, it was and, pretty nuts. And how, and how is Luis J. Gomez when you have a real guest? Does he gorilla he interview good. them? No, no, he actually, we were so, like, uh, listening to him because there was so much controversy around it. We kind of wanted to see what the big right, right, let him deal was. And my, my description would be he's a interracially, mar- interracially married gay Jewish guy. <laughs> like, I don't know if he wanted to be, if he filled out his resume or his uh, application with no mistakes for the... Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. We couldn't get in. Like, yeah. None of us. The, the, the whole podcast is two uh, Jewish guys, a Puerto Rican, and now like, we threw in a mix of everything, and still people are like, "You Nazis, yeah. Nazis." And I don't. And people get mad before the interview. I want, let him get on, and then if he kisses ass, like, "Why did you guys kiss his ass?" He said all this ridiculous stuff. Then you get mad. He definitely uh, reported someone to. To get deported on the show, that was a pretty, oh, really? that was pretty awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, if we ever if we put on uh, Ted Nugent and Coulter, that those are the ones everybody flips out. I really liked you, but I won't listen to the show now. And I, I'm sure you will. You'll it's listen. Sure you will. And, and also, it's while like, she's on. Yeah, yeah. that's and what it is. Everyone's going to listen to who, who hated it. And what happens? We're not a political show, right? So he's going to come on. We're going to uh, laugh with him about uh, the. The crazy damage to his body, I'm sure, that uh, that big black husband is doing right. <laughs> to his insides. And then, you know, we were ha- we had to battle the bands. We had to finish judging also. Uh, <laughs> was like, uh, so that was fine. Somebody actually uh, put out, for what I think it blew up into, the kind of breakdown. Someone goes, I bet this is how the whole conversation of booking this guy went. And it was the publicist reaches out to Lewis, and they had like a little script thing for it. And it was like, Lewis says, like, oh, my God, we can get Milo on. That would be great. And then Dave, who is like a libertarian political guy, our other co-host, uh, it said his part of the script was like, well, I believe taxation is theft, but I'll talk to the guy, I guess. And then it goes like, Big J Okerson was just like, I don't care, sure. And that's exactly how it went. So for it to be such an ordeal where we also did it on Memorial Day, oh, which I was kind of hoping to be off on. right? And so... Two days before the controversy broke out, I said, if at any point you were like, ah, Milo, cancel, we're not going to do it, I'd be like, great. (laughs) And then, like, two days later, I didn't know it became, like, my defining moment of life. I'm like, (laughs) we have to, this interview is important now. Uh, Milo made uh, Jay care. (laughs) Now I'm back in the game. Who else? Who's Dave? Dave Smith. I don't know if I know Dave. Dave Smith. He hasn't done a... uh, have, of, but he's a comic. He's a, a hilarious comic. I'm trying to catch up on things. I'm running out of time to listen to good shows. Oh, uh, yeah. I love that uh, Lewis and I had a real rocky start because we're, mm-hmm. we're good now. Yeah. And I like Lewis. I think he's I think he's funny and crazy at the same time. But I'll tell you, that is that is the exact trajectory of everybody with Lewis J. Gomez. Yeah. Even when they listen to the show, they're always, I'm like, I always tell people, you're going to come, you're going to hate him. Yeah. And then as you listen, you're going to realize he's like the glue that holds the whole thing together because... You need a lunatic who's going to come in every week with at least, I almost fist-fought a cab driver story. Right, right. right. (laughs) And there's a certain aspect of, how did they teach this gorilla to talk as you talk to him? You're absolutely right, yeah. It's like you know he is as close to a human Neanderthal in the 2000s that's possible. Me and Dave Smith, that was a joke. We always said he was raised by, Lewis was raised by ill-mannered wolves. (laughs) 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 Not just wolves, but those wolves also (laughs) in their own community were seen as like, "Eh." Yeah, the bad wolves got it. Uh, Well, I appreciate you getting up early. Did you have to do any other press? No, this is it. Oh, man.
No, please. This is one of the shows that I get excited to come to. Oh, I like I like when you when you come here. You guys, uh, that whole group of you and Soder and Bobby and all that man. I would. That's the one reason why I'd want to move to New York is so that I could have more access to you guys. It would just it's more fun that way. But we'll take we'll take you a couple of times a year. Hell yeah! Go see uh, Big J Okerson tonight and tomorrow night only. Tonight is eight and ten thirty, and Saturday is seven thirty and ten. I'm trying to think. Maybe I can come tonight. Please do, man, if you can. Because uh, I'm on vacation today as of 10 o'clock. I'm going nice. to go to a stupid graduation this afternoon, but I'll be done by late night. That'll be probably pretty yeah, good. Yeah, come to the late show. Yeah. I, I might be able to do that. That'd be awesome. Hope to see you there, man. Check out Big J Ogerson on Legion of Skanks and on the Bonfire. Uh, Legion of Skanks is mostly what? Podcast? I know it's on. It's podcast. Too, right? No, no. It, it doesn't it's replay? Just, just podcast. Nope. Uh, what? Doesn't Lewis do anything on satellite? No, he was for a while doing oh, okay. a show with Michael Bisping, but they actually, oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, but they yeah, turned yeah. that in the podcast now okay. only two, so yeah. So they can get all the money. That's right. It's not, uh, it's not a terrible idea. No, it's a way to do it. <laughs> um, all right, go see him and then check out the shows. They're both uh, funny guys.